Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. And let's just take a couple moments and relax and really just let the Lord remind you that he is for you. He is not only around you and going before you, but he is in you and a part of you and you are a part of him. You don't have to get his attention. Not only that, you don't have to hide anything from him. We're all where we are, and he knows where you are. Some people are looking back at what they've believed and and thought and done in their past, and that's your past. That's not now. And part of what God does for us is he redeems our times. He redeems our past, our present, and our future. Because as a spirit being, none of those are eternal. None of those live with you forever, present and your future. We instead are learning to overcome our times, our past, our present, and our future, and to live as eternal spirits. Now, don't let that get all, don't try to rationalize or reason out why something happened. If God says, this is what I wanted you to learn, great. Odds are he's not. Because most of what he does, he does without our consent, our knowledge, our understanding from a solical standpoint. Now remember, spiritually, you are fully aware of everything God is doing in your past, your present, and future. In fact, you are cooperating with everything God is doing in your past, your present, and your future. We all have regrets. We all have guilt. But one of the things we want to make sure we don't come under is this religious condemnation and it's you know it it seems to come up during crises where we think if i was if i was where i was supposed to be in the lord i'd be able to contribute to what he's doing in this time or i'd be able to change this or i'd be able to make a difference or god could use me things like that, we we think we're supposed to be doing more than we're doing or that what's going on outside of us is more important than what's going on inside. But none of that is true. You are God's purpose, bringing you into oneness, spirit, soul, and body. 
that's what his intent is. That's where his eyes are. That's where his heart is for you. Not because it's a bad reflection on him or not because it's he's missing something or you're going to fail him or miss out on your calling or your gift or the you know the great high thing God has for you to do and if, if you don't do it nobody else does he doesn't need you he doesn't need your help he doesn't need any of our help he's a big god he doesn't need our help but he wants our involvement not for his sake for our sake. It's like we're learning from him as we see what he does, see how he does things. We participate and see how this works. We're he's our tutor, he's our counselor. We're like his apprentice. He's teaching us by doing. We make mistakes along the way. And just like a good master and apprentice, they God doesn't give you something that if you mess it up, other people are going to pay for that. He knows what your capabilities and abilities are, and he addresses that. He gives you something within your capability and ability. Part of the process is, part of the thing is, is think about a master and apprentice. The master wants to instill in his apprentice a love for the trade, a love for serving the customer. Let's say carpentry. a love for the wood, a love for creating something out of nothing, uh, out of seeing something and making it into a reality, of pleasing the customer, of having people admire their work. That's far more important than the perfection. Some One student may take six months what another student learns in two months. doesn't matter. What's important is is the love and the heart and the appreciation for that trade, for carpentry, and for serving the customer. That's what's going to carry them the rest of their lives. For you and I, God wants us to love learning. Think about God, how creative he is. He's infinitely creative because what's his nature love what does that look like giving and essentially what is giving creating being creative something out of nothing and he loves to be appreciated and he wants to instill that in us to appreciate creativity, to appreciate creation and the process of creating, learning. So God has this whole supernatural realm 
the goal is not to check off all the boxes. I I know how to do this, 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 and this. I've experienced this, 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 and this, and this. I've overcome this, 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 and this, and this. That's not the goal. The goal is to enjoy the process. To allow that love of the process, of creativity, of seeing what God has done, and being excited, having that childlike wonder, going, oh, I don't understand I don't understand this and I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this, but it's really cool. And however he wants to express that to us, that's up to him. How do we respond? We take it seriously. He's showing us his creativity. He's showing us what he's done in the past, the present, or the future. How do we take that seriously? A great way to start is writing it down. Not sharing it with someone, just writing it down. Because one of the things that does is it gets, you, gets it out of your head, and that makes room for more. Because God doesn't want you to figure out what he's doing. He may reveal it to you, but it's not your job to figure it out. He's not even giving you a bunch of puzzle pieces so you can put it all together and then fi- and then have all the answers. A lot of times, you know, he gives us puzzle pieces that aren't to the same aren't all to the same puzzle. But you know, if they're coming from him, if if we're receiving from his hand, and we're enjoying his his presence, isn't isn't that fun? Isn't that part of far more important than finishing that puzzle or figuring out the answer? It's the process. So as we're talking about what's going on in the supernatural realm, and as we're talking about our soul, and we are going to be talking about some difficult things in our soul, and we have been, and we, we're going to continue. Our soul is a pain, and it causes us pain, and it causes pain to others. But that's fine. That's part of the process. That's what God designated it to be and to do. He gave us a soul causing us pain because it has bad habits. God set this all up. He set the stage for this. But he has all the results in mind that he wants, they're all on schedule. Again, I wish he could get them all done real quick, you know, so then we could enjoy our time here on their earth. But I don't think we're meant to. Maybe sometime, some point in time, there will be somebody who will be complete besides Christ, complete spirit, soul, and body. But I don't know when that's going to be. I don't think anytime soon. Certainly not. You know, I love, uh, you know, everybody's thinking, okay, trying to figure out when, when Jesus is coming back. And, you know, regardless of getting into any, you know, predictions or, or thoughts, what, what that means or when it's going to be, we do know it will be when the church is without spot or wrinkle. 
And we are so far from that. We are so far. To me, that means complete and entire spirit, soul, and body without spot or wrinkle. And we are so far from that. But that's fine because this is where we are. We can enjoy moment today knowing that God is content and pleased and even thrilled with you. <coughs> you he's, he's well pleased. You are his son. He is committed to you. He loves you. He's overjoyed with you. Not how you're doing, not how far you've come, but you, who you are. He loves you. He enjoys being with you. And he wants us to enjoy being with him. So this process we're talking about, learning about the soul and the supernatural realm, it's not about education. It's not about filling the gap or achieving a level or contributing to what God is doing on the earth. It's about the process. This is what God has set for you to learn. So we simply learn it. Because we know that through this process of learning this, we will know God more. Now through that time, he will provide whatever healing he wants and direction and guidance knowledge, information. He will free us from the lies that we believe and, and provide truth, his truth, who he is. Not factually, not, not necessarily reasonably. You know, there's times when God says, this is it, this is the truth, this is the way I do things. And we don't understand it. And we just have to say, I don't understand it, but okay, if this, is, if this is the way you do things, his ways are not our ways. From a solical and a, and a natural standpoint, they are our ways, spiritually speaking. Now, one of the interesting challenges we're going to run into as we pursue learning how our solical abilities work and how the supernatural realm works. So we're going to run into those who don't see things the way we do. And that's going to be on a couple different levels. One of those levels that's going to be on, from the perspective of other Christian beliefs. You know, that they're spiritual gifts. You, you have to ask God for them. You have to qualify and fast, and then you have to use them in a certain way, and then you're gifted, and then you have to give them, pray for others to get, receive them. There are certain things that you do, and very little emphasis on resting in the process and enjoying who God is and who God made you. And very little emphasis on 
the partaking of that everybody can partake in this. There is definitely a push for inequality, for a level. It's very level-oriented, very hierarchical, that if you can, for instance, if you can raise the dead, you clearly, everything else you say must be holy and right. And that's absolutely not true. Jesus showed that the opposite way. He said, this is what I'm teaching, and I'm going to prove my teaching by raising the dead, not the other way around. He got their attention by by his teaching, by what he said, that he showed his father. And then to prove that his father was one with him, that's when he got their attention by using his solical abilities. And he used the same solical abilities that you and I have. But through that process, we're going to run into a lot of people who are not happy with this approach. And that's fine, because we're not out to make them happy. But we're also going to run into people who agree with us, but who are dead in their spirit. And they are those who have, either by own, their own experience or by a hunger and a thirst, or for, you know, this is just the way God has set up their particular life. They have come to embrace and utilize the abilities that are in, this, in their soul without being quickened in their spirit. So they don't have the guidance the love, the encouragement that you and I have. And this is where we can see our solical abilities, again, without that guidance, without the direction, without the the support that we, you and I, receive because we're beings and we're one with God. He provides what we need as we learn how the soul works. But if you haven't been born again, if you haven't been respirited, you don't have that guidance. You don't have that support. You still have the same solical abilities. And this is what this is when we were there's going to be plenty of opportunities to be in situations where we can assist those who get caught up in these solical abilities without being respirited, without eternal life. And so they simply switch their one set of solical bad habits for another set of bad habits that are related to their solical abilities. So let's just, just some examples if they are, you know, very often things like the occult, witchcraft, whatever, however you want to, you know, Satan worship, anything like that, any kind of playing around with learning what's going on in the supernatural realm without being connected, without their spirit being renewed. They are at the mercy of 
their own bad habits, their own solical needs. And there's going to be opportunities for you and I to guide them. Say, this is why you're not receiving life from everything you're doing. What we're talking about with these solical abilities and learning about the supernatural, they will not satisfy you. You will not be content because only eternal life, only God's love, fulfills us, makes us complete. Again, complete, entire, spirit, soul, and body. So seeking our solical abilities to function better and better and better. Now, again, that's exactly what they're supposed to do, is our solical abilities right now, are, you know, for most of us, are pretty dormant. Not, never, I don't think they completely go dormant, but I think they go fairly dormant just by because we're not using them and we're ignoring them and we certainly aren't benefiting from them. But even if we are stirring them up and benefiting from them without being connected to the Spirit of God, they're just a different kind of bad habit that drains us, that interferes with our being able to receive eternal life. So we're not going to go seeking on our own as far as something that God hasn't said, this is what I want you to learn about. Now, it's it's just like knocking on doors. Now, there's going to be times when, you know, you may ask God, okay, what solical ability do you want me to focus on? And he may say something specific. And you may try to seek that and and ask him to teach you and it just never works and you just maybe go down a different rabbit trail don't worry about it it's not about achieving a goal it's not about the end result it's about the process you don't know what he has in mind your spirit does but you don't but all the gifts are already within you And he wants each of us to want them to be working. He wants you to have that Just we we spent so much time in developing a confidence to hear him clearly. Hopefully you're, you're enjoying that confidence. You're enjoying the confidence that you're hearing him clearly when he speaks to you, that he's, that he loves you, that he's guiding you that he's providing you with exactly what you need. He's giving you that rest, that you have confidence in your relationship with him. God also wants you to have a level of confidence in your own solical abilities. In the natural, you know your natural abilities. You know how far you can broad jump you know how far you can run how you know how far you know you probably you probably know that if you jump out of a 10-story building you'll break something 
you recognize that. That's, that's physics. That's the laws that function in the natural realm. Well, there are laws that function in the supernatural realm as well that affect our soul. And we learn how they work by experience. And he very often, you know, we've talked about asking him to point us in the right direction and to teach us. Very often, those will be real-world circumstances that he puts us in. And again, we want to be, we want to want this. It's better to want things rather than, do things because we're afraid we'll be punished if we don't, or somebody else will, will, will pay the penalty, or something bad will happen. God wants us to be excited about what he's excited about. And again, in your spirit, you are. But as you stir up your solical abilities on a regular basis, more and more, the circumstances, the people coming into your life, situations, you know, and sometimes he uses bad circumstances just as much as, as good circumstances, but we're stirring things up and drawing those opportunities to us. It's not for perfection. It's not for never making a mistake. It's for the process. This is one of the ways, just as, as Jesus was walking around, he didn't just teach. He showed. He said, this is, this is who my father is, and this is what it looks like. This is how he got he, the supernatural abilities within him, the solical abilities within him got the attention, drew attention to what he was saying. And what he was saying was also part of the solical realm. He himself was that perfection, spirit, soul, and body, complete, entire, and one. But while he was here on this earth, he had a soul and he lived in a body. You and I are the same way. We're, we're not the saviors. We're not sinless as far as we, we have bad habits in our soul. Jesus never developed bad habits in his soul because his soul was always connected to his spirit. So his soul was never in need, never had to fend for itself. So we're, we're not comparing ourselves to him in any way, shape, or form except for the process. Jesus learned how his natural body worked. He learned how his solical body worked. And in a, in a way, he learned how his, who he was as a spirit. And how did he do that? He went to his father. He spent time with his father. His father taught him his father put him in the circumstances his father put him in the situations 
said, this is the way, walk ye in it. Just as Jesus says to us, this is the way, walk in it. Just go. Just try it. But he shares with us. It's not, he doesn't push it on us. He doesn't, he doesn't force it on us. It's not a qualification for his love or for his acceptance. But he draws us by his goodness. And he wants us to enjoy it and look forward to it. And be taking this class, this course, this process of learning because we want to learn. Because he wants to give you and give me a thirst and a hunger for whatever it is, if it's not this subject matter right now, whatever it is he's teaching you, go with that. Whatever he's drawing your attention to, go with that. It might, this might not be for you right now. Hopefully it will be sometime. Because we have neglected getting excited about the wonderful gift of the soul that God has given us. So we want to cooperate with him. And we'll talk more about this next week. But for, for right now, you've been learning some things. Don't, don't draw conclusions before you have all the information. And all of us, none of us have all the information now. Just take note of things. You've only got a little 1% of what the blueprint looks like. Don't try to conclude what the rest of the image is. Be patient. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with the pathway that God has you on. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Feel free to drop me a line at diane at org or through Blog Talk Radio. Until next week, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.